Welcome to Agape Ministries Podcasts, a whole new way of thinking. Episode 150, part two of the interview with Nikki Gumbel and Charles Whitehead, entitled Alpha and Catholics. So, so what do you think the Holy Spirit's saying to us today? Oh. If you were just, you know, a simple kind of, um, a, a detailed but simple well, answer. I'll tell you one thing. I really, what do you think? I, I'll tell you, I, mean, I have no idea what the Holy Spirit is. But, but I'll tell you one thing I do sense, and that is that the Holy Spirit is lowering the denominational barriers. Yeah. And it's everywhere. And I, I even saw it in the tablet this week. I don't know, somebody, did you send me that article about... Um, that the Pope has been talking about um, that what unites us is greater than what divides yes. us. It's, it's like, it's the same expression that Father Raniero has used so often, that what unites us is infinitely greater, greater than what, what divides divide. us. It's a sort of variety of that. But I just thought this is amazing. And he's saying how important unity is for the new evangelization. Yeah. Um, and I was so encouraged that. But it's everywhere. You know, it's in every part of the church. It's in, it's in whether you go to Hillsong Church or to... Um, what, wherever you go, this is what people, the same message seems to be being spoken that, 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 you know, that we have, if the world is going to believe, we've got to unite. And the Holy Spirit seems to be lowering the barriers and bringing us together in, a, in an amazing way. And so that's what I see, see happening. And um, it's such an enriching thing that I see. My... Um, and you've, you've helped me so much, Charles, you and David and Peter and Jenny and, and the others of you here that, that, that sort of got us into... Uh, the first Catholic conference was at Westminster Cathedral. Yeah, I remember it In well. 1996, Cardinal Hume, thanks to you, yeah. invited us to come and do a conference and there were 450 um, uh, Catholic priests and lay people that, I don't know, some people here may have been at that first conference at... Mm. Um, Westminster Cathedral. The thing I remember about it was on the Saturday, the equivalent of the Saturday of the weekend, the first evening, we, we were very, I had no real experience of the Catholic Church and I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I was, we were so nervous beforehand, what was, and you know, we had no idea and we'd been given various things that we were supposed to say, <laughs> you know, that, um, and I think you supplied us with various bits of information yeah, and various, various popes to quote and all that sort of thing. And we, a few papal we, quotes, we, just uh, to kind had of, few, you know. We had a few papal quotes and we got, we got through the morning and then we, we got to the evening and, and, um, uh, and we got to the moment, and we didn't have no idea what would happen, because I didn't think we'd realised what movements there'd been in the Catholic Church. Anyway, when we prayed, come Holy Spirit, of course the thing just took off, and there'd never been singing in tongues, and we never heard singing in tongues like we heard at that conference. And I guess, Phil, where's Phil, you, who was... You were leading. I see you were a bit surprised when suddenly everyone was singing because you you haven't been in a Catholic meeting like this. Where, but it's, but, but that, nor had we, and that's why that's, we were a bit yeah. surprised. When, but now we realise that actually you guys are more into all this stuff than we are. So so, uh, um, um, uh, but it was it was a bit of a, a bit yeah. of, a bit of an, an eye opener. And then um, and then I went back that night and I read that passage again in Acts ten. 
about, you know, if God has given the same Holy Spirit to yeah. them, who are you to deny? <laughs> <laughs> they, um, and, and, the realize, and I think that's the Holy Spirit does bring us together because you see God's given the same Holy Spirit to the Catholic Church as he's given to us and he's given to the, um, you know, Hillsong and the other uh, Baptists. And, the, and you think, well, if God doesn't seem to show favoritism then um, he's not picky he <laughs> doesn't seem to mind um, then so it changed uh, removed some of the prejudices I have but what's happened since then is this um, so enriching experience I, I have learned so much as you know from the Catholic Church from Father Raniero Cantalamessa's books have been a huge influence in my own personal life and um, the influence of so many Catholics on us and it changed my, my understanding of, of 1 Corinthians 12 to 14, which I always thought of as the local church, you know, that people have this gift and that gift and we all have to work together like the body of Christ. And suddenly I saw that this was the global church and that, that God has given different gifts to different parts of the church. And there were different, I think, um, you know, Father Renier talks about different graces that are on different parts of the church and what we can learn from one another. And you know, from, the, from that analogy of the body of Christ, you see that actually the parts of the body of Christ that are most different from you are the parts you need the most. So if you're, if you're an eye, yes, okay, you need the other eye, but you need the hand even more. And so, because I used to think if they're different, they must be wrong. Yeah. You know, if they're different from us, if they're not Anglicans, whatever difference they are from Anglicans, they're, they're wrong. wrong. <laughs> whatever. And then I suddenly realized, however, however different, how, the more different they are from us, the more we have to learn from them. And the more that we need them, because they are different. And the other thing about the body, of course, is that, that you fight for each other. You, you yeah. defend each other. You, you, the, the, eye, you know, the eye doesn't look at the hand and think, oh, well, you know don't really care what happens to that. The hand doesn't look at the eye and say, well, don't mind. If somebody punches you in the eye, you don't, the hand doesn't say, oh, well, that's only the eye. Let's, let's join in and bash the other eye. Which is what happens in the church, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, if someone attacks, and then it made me realize if someone attacks the Catholics, they're actually attacking us. If someone attacks the ba- Baptists, they're attacking us. If someone attacks the Pentecostals, so that we have to, instead of bashing, we have to say, okay, they're not, they're not us. Pentecostals is not us, the Catholics not us in our case, but they are us because they're one body and therefore the, if they're bashing us, we have to leap to its defense and, and, and suddenly a whole different perspective on what it meant to be part of the body of Christ and how enriching it is to have all the different parts and when they come together, and we do this at International Week in the summer where you have all the, when we had the 35 archbishops and bishops in the Catholic Church, we also had lots of bishops and archbishops from the Anglican Church yeah. and the Methodists and the Baptists and the Pentecostals. And actually to have them together, we had nearly a hundred in the bishop stream, um, an archbishop stream, hosted by the Bishop of London. And actually they often haven't met. No. You, you know, we had Orthodox, Catholic, Pentecostal, Anglican, um, every different variety. And what they said was, this was a, the most enriching thing for them, was meeting people from other parts of the body of Christ that they, maybe they hadn't really met before. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think you're right. That, that's one of the unique gifts, really, Alpha has brought, actually. It's been a real force for unity. And, I mean, we know that there's a price to pay for that because not everybody appreciates it. And um, we know that... Um, for your friendship with the Catholics and your willingness 
to really work with us and share with us and so on, um, there has been a price to pay because I know at the other end of the scale, there are those who, who haven't been comfortable with that. Well, do you know the interesting thing is people said that to us. They yeah. said, I remember when the Catholic Church first started running Alpha, someone who was on the staff came up and said, do you realize if the Catholics start running Alpha, um, all these churches are going to stop running Alpha? Mm-hmm. And one or two churches had rung up and said, look, if the Catholics do it, mm-hmm. we're going to stop running it. And I was, so, so slight, uh, there was a moment I thought, I thought oh, you know, yeah. are we right to go in this direction? And then I just thought, this is bizarre. I mean, this is absolutely... I mean, what are these people saying? They're talking about Alpha being run in a Catholic church. Alpha is... What is Alpha? It's just Jesus. It's just the gospel. Are you saying... Catholics are not allowed to hear about Jesus or, or the gospel. I mean, it's just such a ridiculous thing. To, so we said, you know, okay, well, they may... But it's just, there's no logic. There's no reason to it. It's just ridiculous. So, um, but actually, there were probably only two churches that did stop it. And that was it. Um, and it was... Uh, the vast majority of people just think it's wonderful. Yeah, if you go on the... You know, on, on the internet, there'll be various... Uh, books and things out there and articles attacking us for, because of the, our connection with the Catholic Church. But it is, it is such an extreme, um, you know, it really is not the main, the vast majority of the church uh, does not take that. I mean, the overwhelming majority. I mean, and uh, we've been surprised how very few people there are. And increasingly, that is the case. I think increasingly people say, that's wonderful. I'm amazed at the people who say, actually, it's wonderful to see everybody working together. People that I wouldn't expect at all, who just think, it's, that's, that's something exciting and beautiful, and they recognize the work of the Holy Spirit. And I know we'll kind of gradually come to an end, but what, just one or two more questions. Um, I know that recently, uh, you and Pippa and, and uh, others went, went to Rome, um, and did a little tour of Vatican offices, didn't, didn't you? Um, in connection with the new evangelization in particular. And I, I thought that was a wonderful uh, witness also, that the doors there were open for you. Tell us just a little bit about your experience of doing that. Well, Kitty is very, very good at spotting talent in the Vatican. Um, <laughs> and... Um, the, uh, on our pr- previous trip to the Vatican, she said, there's this cardinal that I think we ought to meet. He's a sort of up-and-coming cardinal. Uh, well, not up-and-coming, that's not how she described him. But she said, there's this cardinal I think we ought to meet. And I have this friend called Charlie Brown, she said, in the Vatican. Um, Charlie Brown, Monsignor Charlie Brown, who worked at the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. So um, she said, oh, we've got this chap, he's called Cardinal Ratzinger, and I think we ought to go and see him. So we, we went and had this 20-minute meeting with Cardinal Ratzinger. And um, Kitty was absolutely right, you had spotted this, uh, yes. an up-and-coming Cardinal. <laughs> um, so, so this time when, when Kitty said we're off to the Vatican to meet some more up-and-coming Cardinals, we, you we, you better go. we marked their cards as obviously these are potential popes that she's put us on. No, we had, we had a great time. And she, um, it was just um, um, amazing, actually. Uh, we, just, we were overwhelmed by, as we have been all the way along, by the reception and the warmth of welcome that we've received. And we... 
Archbishop Ruiz, as you, I'm sure you know, has been set up as the secretary to the Pontifical Council for the New Evangelization. And the, the, in the first week after he was appointed to that, he came to um, HCB for, for the international conference and spent a week with us which was amazing, and such a wonderful man. So he was very involved in the trip, and he, I think, various doors opened, and we met, and we went to various pontifical councils, didn't we? I, I can't remember, Kitty. I, I, was very, I was very amused. We went to the Pontifical Council for the New Media. Is it called that or something like that? Social, what is it called? I called it the Twitter department of the Vatican, but it was. Um, uh, but it, it is it's fantastic, isn't it? That, that you know that there was this this Archbishop who wasn't that young, who was talking about you know how do we use Twitter and Facebook to communicate the gospel in the, in the 21st century, and then we went. Which was the other one? The Council for Culture, and the which was the other, the laity. New evangelization and Cardinal Uet, I can't even say their names, but they was very charming. Um, an amazing guy. And they, and they are so impressive. They all speak, I mean, Cardinal Uet, or, um, uh, you know, we went with a group of people who were French, Spanish, all these different, and he just speaks whatever language their person is. He just spoke that language to the person. And, it, and we met with the Archbishop of well, the, um, the Italian. Bruno Forte, who, who's the um, Italian Archbishop. Um, and I said, I was so... Because he spoke nine languages. And I sat next to him at breakfast, and I said, you know, it's amazing you speak nine languages. And he said, well, you know, if you, if you love people, you want to communicate with them in their language. And I thought, oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nicky, I, I've heard you speak Mandarin Chinese and all kinds of things. Oh, oh, you know, they just, I mean, they, I, I did feel hugely, just, uh, it's a very humbling experience to me. I think that I've been very struck by the people at the top of the Catholic Church, by their, you know, they, they, all, they all speak the same language. What we want is for people to encounter Jesus Christ. That's their heart, that's their whole language, they're, they're, they're so warm towards us, they're so encouraging towards us, as was Cardinal Ratzinger, as he was then, uh, was hugely encouraging to us, and I'm delighted to hear about all the young people coming to faith on Alpha, and that's just the experience we've had all the way along, it's just warmth and encouragement, and to be honest, I didn't know whether it would be the same if it, if it was the other way around, if something had come out of the Catholic Church, whether the Anglicans would be quite as warm as... Uh, as the Catholics are towards us. I, so I, I've been very touched by it, very encouraged, and very moved by it, actually. Well, I know Kitty is extremely knowledgeable if I want to know the name of a cardinal. I mean, you know, <laughs> Kitty and I have Kitty breakfast together occasionally, <laughs> and uh, we, we had fascinating discussion about the lineamenta over um, a coffee and a donut. Well, you your know. name, of course, <laughs> comes up in every conversation in the Vatican. Uh, as a, so. Is, oh, it, is that positive or negative? It's, this is the entry card. You just say, I just go with a little thing that says, no, I, I know, I have met Charles White. Oh, open the door, come, in. come on in. <laughs> so that's Take a all. seat. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I mean, I, I do think that working together is, is wonderful. Yeah. It's been such a blessing. So final question, if I may. Um, what would your vision be for the next five years? What would you like to see happen, change, over the next five years. So if we were sitting 
next to each other in five years' time? What would you hope well, might have happened? We have, I mean, our vision statement is to play our part. We recognise it's only a part, and there are lots mm. of other people that are obviously going to be involved in this. But we want to play a part in the re-evangelisation of this country and the transformation of society. So we want to see this nation turn back to Jesus Christ. And we want, to, we want to see churches not being closed any longer. We've just reopened on Tuesday. We, we reopened St. Luke's Sosny Crescent. It's been closed for 20 years. Church plant went there. They had their first service on Sunday. Just, what a day were we? Tuesday. Two days ago, they had their first service. 120 people there. Two years ago, my son went as a curate to Archie Coates to a church in Brighton that had been closed. It was going to be closed. Uh, you know, they went, we went 50 people. They've now got 650 people worshipping there every Sunday. And uh, instead, you know, we've said to the Bishop of London, um, please don't close any more churches. We will take any church that, that is, if you're about to close it, we will take a church and we will plant it. And he's agreed now not to close any more churches. And we want to see the headlines change from churches closing to churches reopening. And that's because that's what's happening now. Churches are reopening that have been closed for years. And that's the vision to see the churches reopen, filled with people. Our archdeacon says an empty church, people walk past an empty church, it's like walking past an empty palace of a long forgotten king. People walk past and say, oh, you know, Jesus, is, it's all over. But if they walk past a church that's buzzing with life, they say, Jesus is alive. And so we want to see the churches filled. We want to see you know, the, the transformation of society. It's not just about the conversion of individuals, important though that is. It's about the transformation of society. And we want to see the prisons emptied. We want to see, that's why you know, Alpha's running in 85% of the prisons. We run caring for ex-offenders. The people who do Alpha in prisons come out and are met at the prison gates, help to find a job, help to find a place. To, the reoffending rate is way, way down. And the government are now supporting that because they, they can't support Alpha, but they support our caring for ex-offenders because they see that the reoffending rate comes down when they, they, they've been through this experience. So we want to see marriages. You know, the, the, look at the riots. What I was speaking to a, to a, um, a police officer who's, who's the commander of a borough, and he said that he thinks the riots is due to, to a fatherless generation. These, they're brought up without good parenting. So we want to see marriage, parenting, all these things. Uh, so that will together lead to a transformation of, of society. So in a nutshell, that's the vision for the next five years. <laughs> that's pretty good. We, we, we buy that one, Nikki. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. So, <laughs> so Nikki, thank you so much. For, for that that's absolutely wonderful and um, let's just show our appreciation to these dear friends from HCB so thank you So thank you for taking the time to listen to these episodes. Our prayer is that as you listen and reflect on these teachings, that you'll be encouraged to continue your journey, to maximise your potential, to have a good and a happy life. So sign in again next week for more teaching on how you can follow the Jesus way 
to experience your life is filled with meaning, purpose and joy. So God bless and stay safe.